0: Single soul. And in CG and TV to you. Hello and welcome to Living Life. I have a question for you guys. Have you ever found something so precious and so amazing that you stop caring about? everything else in the world um, and just really wanted to have it uh, one of the earliest memories of me feeling that way uh, was when i was a kid in korea uh, there was this thing called pengi, or like uh i'm not really sure what it's called in english but like like a bay blade kind of a thing so you wrap it with a string and you toss it and you, i hope you know what i'm talking about But anyways, um, there were all kinds of uh, pennies, but uh, there were these two really cool ones, which were uh, gold and silver. And everybody wanted it, it was like stronger so it would beat everybody. And I really wanted the silver one. And so I remember, you know, um, first getting angry and crying and begging my parents. And then, you know, this is how I know that I and all kids all children are sinners, you know. I remember getting so deceptive and like pretending to be really sad and, you know, you know talking at my parents' heart and manipulating them and basically um, somehow getting it right. Today we see two people uh, who also did everything they could to get their treasures. Um, and I pray that as we look at it, uh, we will see how it should encourage and challenge the way we approach our lives Um, So why don't we read the passage together?
1: Mark chapter 14, verses 1 through 11. Now the Passover and the festival of unleavened bread were only two days away, and the chief priests and the teachers of the law were scheming to arrest Jesus secretly and kill him. But not during the festival, they said, or the people may riot. While he was in Bethany, reclining at the table in the home of Simon the leper, a woman came with an alabaster jar of very expensive perfume made of pure nard. She broke the jar and poured the perfume on his head. Some of those present were saying indignantly to one another, Why this waste of perfume? It could have been sold for more than a year's wages and the money given to the poor and they rebuked her harshly. Leave her alone, said Jesus. Why are you bothering her? She has done a beautiful thing to me. The poor you will always have with you, and you can help them anytime you want. But you will not always have me. She did what she could. She poured perfume on my body beforehand to prepare for my burial. Truly I tell you, wherever the gospel is preached throughout the world, what she has done will also be told in memory of her. Then Judas Iscariot, one of the twelve, went to the chief priests to betray Jesus to them. They were delighted to hear this and promised to give him money. So he watched for an opportunity to hand him over.
0: So as we saw in our passage, we saw um, a woman who came to Jesus and offered an expensive perfume at Simon the leper's home. You know, many claim that this is the sinner who brought oil in the Gospel of Luke. However, there's no evidence for this claim. Also, it is often assumed that uh, this is the woman who was a sinner, uh, that this woman is a sinner. But again, we have no mention of this in our passage. So I'm not 100% sure who this woman is or what sort of life she lived. However, I also argue perhaps that is not of primary importance. With today's passage, I hope to keep things simple. Simple in understanding, but perhaps difficult uh, in applying. We see a stark contrast between two people who are highlighted from this passage. The woman with the alabaster jar of perfume and Judas Iscariot. One did all that she could to get what she believed was the greatest treasure. Another did all that he could to get what he believed to be the greatest treasure. There are many ways to preach this text, and this is one of those texts that has led so to so many beautiful sermons, um, and so many, I believe, to encouragement, uh, but also to repentance. I love this passage for its beauty, and also because it is so sobering. I think for you and I, this is one of those passages that really out to lead us to a quiet, private and honest time with God. Not all those who watched this happen repented and worshiped. People who saw Jesus face to face and saw the woman's humility and action. So I assume not all who read or hear this passage will also immediately repent and worship. The main difference between the woman and everyone else most extremely exemplified through Judas, the contrast between Judas, is that she understood what was the truth and acted appropriately. Judas, and it seems like the others in the house, did not understand and did not respond appropriately. For you and I, today at this very moment, what do our actions, our usage of our resources, resources being not just money, but like time, our energy, our skill sets, all of our assets reveal about us. I'm not saying everyone should at this moment sell everything they have and thoughtlessly just and mindlessly just give it away. But what is the condition of our hearts? For I have faith that if we ask the Lord to help us to first seek his kingdom and his righteousness, that he indeed will help us to do that. There's a stark contrast between Judas and the woman. The woman gave all that she had to gain Jesus. Judas sold Jesus out to get what he wanted, silver coins. Today's sermon again is a very simple one. I pray that it will lead us to a genuine reflection. For Jesus tells this woman that she has done a beautiful In verse eight, Jesus reveals the key word that I want to leave you with. She did what she could. And this is from Jesus. She did what she could. And I want to add, these are my words. Judas, he did what he could. They both did what they could. The difference was the object of their treasure. If you're a believer, and follower of Jesus Christ, I pray that you would take time to reflect to see in what ways the enemy may have influenced you to treasuring things apart from Jesus. I myself confess that I took time and uh, saw that I have treasured my leisure, and my personal time, over actively investing into the lives uh, that God has called me to invest into. I am so uh, introverted. And I like my time and I like to protect it and there's wisdom in that. I think um, God has revealed to me I can't always be giving and giving and giving and never having time to really recharge in the Lord just as Jesus, uh, he um, uh, spent time away privately to recharge with his disciples and in the Father's presence. So I'm not saying be unwise. However, I myself saw that I was being very selfish. And I didn't even realize that I thought I was just being wise and, you know, protecting a healthy rhythm. But I started to see in my heart, uh, there was a lack of love. There was a desire to do what I want to do. And there was just like a a ruthless fighting to protect what I wanted to protect. I was applying uh, a selfish uh, way of, wisdom, I was using wisdom in a way to just kind of get my own way so it was ironic it wasn't wise, it was very foolish so may you and I have an honest time also uh, to see how we can offer ourselves wholly unto the Lord in response to remembering that he first gave himself wholly to us remembering that he treasured us and offered his life to save us so why don't we into a time of conclusion and end our time uh, in this passage. The thing that led the woman to offering all that she had was not duty, but it was delight. It was in response to the great love uh, of Jesus. It was in response to seeing that he is the greatest treasure. I pray that we would not walk away from this passage going, oh, now I have to do things I don't want to do, but rather to see if I am not treasuring Jesus right now, maybe there's something that is already true about Jesus that I've forgotten, or there are hindrances in my life or sins in my life that distract me away uh, from being an intimate relationship with Jesus, which regularly reminds me of how he is indeed the greatest treasure. There is a saying, when Jesus is all uh, that we have, we also come to realize that Jesus was all that we ever needed. I pray that for you and I, as we remove hindrances, that we would come to rediscovering or reconnecting with uh, the reality that Jesus is indeed the greatest treasure we could have ever asked for. And that we would also, in response to that, offer ourselves like the woman did by giving ourselves holy, Let's pray. Father, help us to remember that it was you who first gave himself up for us and loved us. And may that be what leads us, uh, not in a matter of duty, but with delight offering ourselves unto you uh, for your glory. So help us, Lord. We need you. We praise you. In your name we pray. Amen. soul the girl's as in closer CGI.